Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Pro Football Jokes Podcast. A little Thanksgiving edition. Uh, lots to talk about, lots to do, but we have an awesome in-person cast for this. It's awesome not to be spread across the country. And I am joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing? I am as good as they know you can be, but it's uh, Thanksgiving week. I'm excited to eat some food and watch some football. Oh man, it is going to be good. And we have Pep here. Pep, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm here with my close friends. Alex and I escaped the bitter cold weather that is Virginia and came to potentially Ooh. the company headquarters Ooh, in Fort we can't, Myers. We can't, we can't, oh, here's oh. Now, the, now all the fans are going to be swarming us. Yeah, <laughs> undisclosed location in Southwest Florida. The president <laughs> swarm us with that beach tweet. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it is good. And we have the most special guest ever on the pod, uh, probably the best person that I know, Jazz. Jazz, how you doing? Probably the best <laughs> Um, good. I'm his wife. It is good to have you on. And she is our resident Thanksgiving expert. So we had to bring her on the pod. Uh, no pressure, Jazz, yeah. but the people really want to know. Uh, so we're going to discuss a few Thanksgiving things in general before we get into the football. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's just first talk about what are the best foods to eat on Thanksgiving? What do you guys think? Favorite foods? I personally like turkey. Uh, that's typically what I go with for my Thanksgiving meal. So, oh, you heard that? You heard you heard it here, folks. First, <laughs> have a turkey. Your guests will be pleased. <laughs> oh. Can't go wrong with the stuffing. You need some See, good stuffing. I, I'm out on stuffing. Really? Yeah, I'm out. Mm. Like it's not it's not the end of the world, but it's just like you know, what you doing? I'm a fan of stuffing. I actually prefer like the box of stuffing though, rather than. Homemade, diced up, wet bread with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you lose me on wet bread. (laughs) But uh, yeah, a lot of people are fans. The the most important thing, honestly, uh, is just having the best mashed potatoes and an obscene amount of butter that you can have. Yeah, it's half butter and then half butter, half mashed potatoes, <laughs> half gravy. So you guys do the math, you figure that out, and, and enjoy. It's, it's, it's super worthwhile. Uh, I also like to add those Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Those, those are my favorite Specifically, rolls. we are not even sponsored by Pillsbury. If you guys want to sponsor the pod, hit us up. Oh, my yeah. God. Tweet at us. But uh, I'm with you on those. Those are dynamite. My mom is always like trying to make her homemade rolls. I'm like, no, just, just go, get, go get the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Good try. Good try. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for playing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Jess, what, uh, what, what would you say your favorite? Favorite part, uh, favorite food, not favorite part of Thanksgiving, favorite uh, food on Thanksgiving. Well, I grew up in Minnesota and I have very Norwegian grandparents and my Nana and my aunts would always make a uh, lefse, which is like a, it's like a, kind of looks like a really thin tortilla, but it's made out of like potatoes and flour pretty much. And you just put all of your Thanksgiving food inside it and wrap it up like a burrito, and it's just so good. So lefsa, but you know, can't have it because I don't know how to make it. <laughs> it's a very intricate process no. that takes specific tools from Norway. <laughs> to our viewers out, or listeners out there, just use your imagination, see what you can do. Between us. Yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> sounds disgusting, but it's so good. Tweet us it your, sounds great. Yeah, tweet, tweet us your uh, pictures. I'm trying to make it, please. 
Um, <laughs> Kelly, and if you find a good recipe, send it our way too. We could we could utilize it here. Oh man, that's awesome. So apart from just the delicious food on Thanksgiving, what is everybody's favorite part? Any any fun traditions that you guys have as it relates to uh, Thanksgiving? I like watching football. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd <Yeah>. ever ask. <laughs> Yeah, I love it when my, my whole family comes over for a big meal and then I go down to the basement and watch football by myself. <laughs> oh. <Wow>. True story. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I got to be honest, as a Lions fan, nothing's better than having your team play every single year on Thanksgiving. And I do love food. And my family, we always watch the Lions game. We eat afterwards. Uh, it's it's about a 75% chance I have no appetite after watching the Lions blow another game on Thanksgiving. We've been pretty good here recently, and I'm excited. Got a big game this year, but uh, that, that is and that is tough. Jazz, do you uh, agree with us that football is the most important part of Thanksgiving? I disagree. What? Well, the most important part of Thanksgiving, I would say, is could be many other things. <laughs> uh I'm a football fan. I like football. I'm not nearly as invested, nor do I have as many, you know, facts just stored up in my noggin. But, uh, I mean, I would say having family gather around the table. Watching football. Maybe have some football on. (laughs) Um, But I also didn't grow up with my team playing on every Thanksgiving. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is, maybe, that is true. maybe you're wrong maybe you're not maybe it'd be different but again breaking news there might be other things happening on thanksgiving <laughs> other than food and football <laughs> you heard it here first uh we're gonna investigate this we'll put our unpaid intern on it to see he'll do all the non-football things and tell us how good it is be nice it's good when you can watch football with your family and they all everybody can enjoy it it is a- i agree you don't have to talk about politics. You don't have to fight. You can just enjoy some good food, and, and you and your dad can yell at the lions <laughs> repeatedly. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. The Dr. Kurt Proctor shout-out will be in the building on Thanksgiving. We will get to enjoy all the amazing Lions festivities. Oh, man. It will yeah. be it will be a good time. Jazzy looks so excited. So excited. <laughs> I am. No, I'm can't very wait. excited. I, it's going to be different because I usually I'm in Dallas with – my giant family for Thanksgiving. Watching and, the Cowboys uh, disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's, you know, a lot of my family members love the Cowboys, but I'm not as invested. So That's it's true. just kind of on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, don't know why they wanted me on the podcast, but uh, here I am. <laughs> All right, we are already getting crazy um, <laughs> reviews, and this hasn't even been posted yet. So. We have hit the ground running. Uh, we have, Absolutely. Well, that is, that is tremendous. It is good. I'm trying to think. Man, there's a great Thanksgiving song that everybody should put on. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is the time of year. It's the time of year. Blast the music. It's going to really get everybody in the, the holiday spirit. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go just to kind of end uh, our, our time here with the, the lovely jazz. We're just going to share things that we are thankful for. So, Pat, what are you thankful for? Thankful for you guys. Aww. Oh, man. I'm thankful for you guys and our company cat. Stan. Absolutely, Stan. Who's who's in the background listening? He's, he's finally this, stopped licking himself. He's, he's, yeah. he's giving this podcast two paws up. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh man! But he's also sleeping, so I don't know. 
take from that what you want. That's true. <laughs> uh, how about you, Alex? What do you think before here this time of year? Oh, well, uh, I'm thankful for football. Absolutely <laughs> thankful for football. Thankful for food. I'm thankful for this great vacation uh, here in uh, this Undis- undisclosed location. location. Yeah, please. Don't. Um, and uh, for, for you guys for hosting us. Uh, that, Absolutely. That was very gracious of you guys absolutely you gotta do the pro football jokes by quarterly retreat and uh for jazzy for her guest appearance on the podcast oh sure, yeah of course comment to all of that brother <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh i too am thankful for football i'm thankful for jokes and uh, thankful for cokes of Obviously, course always thankful uh, but yeah it is always great to have the the wonderful <laughs> alex and pep here in person We'll have to do this again really soon thankful for jazz being willing and bold enough to step in on this podcast uh, always a lot of help behind the scenes, getting ready for it. So this was nice to have you as the on-air talent. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Is there anything you want to plug before uh, you get out of here? Uh, we got a big audience. Skull Vikings. Oh, yikes! Uh, we can edit that out in post, right, Alex? Yeah, definitely. Good, no. good, good. Uh, shout out to Lillian Sparrow. Go check them out if you guys are looking for some oh, sweet yeah. home decor. Great shout out. No affiliation whatsoever with anything on here. Yeah, but anything if you want that some home decor that's beautiful and homemade. <laughs> Perfect for Thanksgiving. The My friend has a gifts. company, so yeah, our friend. Lillian Sparrow. Just found and they're, they're paying us for that, right? Yeah. Uh, no, this is a free shout out for I'm Thanksgiving. I'm no. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, thankful for... Uh, Thanksgiving time and new traditions that we're making and uh, for you guys having me on the show. Yeah, we might have to do a big family podcast on uh, Thursday. Oh, we'll see how Lord. that goes. <laughs> that would be just all utter nonsense. That would be perfect. I, we got to get Kurt Proctor on yeah, the pod. Definitely. That's definitely going to happen this Thursday. Look forward to that coming out Friday morning. Maybe not on Thursday. Maybe the whole day Thursday. We just leave the microphone on. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, again, we thank you so much for being on the pod. Thanks, well done. guys. You're welcome back anytime. All right. Have fun. We'll do. We'll do. All right. We've already talked a lot about Thanksgiving, all the good things coming up. Uh, of course, football. And so let's just do a little forward thinking to start this pod. We mentioned the first game is the Lions against the Bears. Uh, and so that's that's a big game. And what do you guys make of this whole NFC North after the, the Bears-Vikings game this last weekend? Well, right now it's looking like the Bears are taking control of the division. They got a game and a half lead. They already beat the Vikings. Uh, they, 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 they escaped they, narrowly against the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they beat if the, but if the Lions managed to beat them on Thanksgiving, then the Lions are right back in the race too. I mean, this is uh, the division's not over. It certainly isn't over. The Bears, uh, they made a statement Sunday night. Everybody uh, still thought the Vikings could could. Uh, beat him. I was a little nervous about my pick and the pick to be honest. Uh, it was really anyone's game, but the Bears came out and had a pretty solid showing on offense, I think, uh, minus a couple bad throws by Mitch Trubisky, but you can always expect those. Uh, that defense was just lights out as usual in prime time. Uh, so I, I think I agree with you, Alex. Uh, the Lions uh, made a statement beating the Panthers on Sunday, 20-19. to I uh, stayed in that game the whole whole time. So I, I think it's anyone's game. I'll, I'll stick with the Bears, though. Well, we are getting uh, some, honestly, breaking news. But an update on the game, Trubisky is likely to play against Detroit. He's optimistic after having a, a, a suffering a shoulder injury. Wasn't fully aware that he actually had a shoulder injury, so this is interesting. And I like the fact of Mitch Trubisky trying to do too much with the shoulder injury. So that makes me excited. 
however, Mitch looked amazing against the Lions last game. So uh, I, I've been disappointed in the Vikings basically all season. I, again, they're still in the thick of things. Again, they can be a dangerous team, but they're just not seeming to put things together. What do you guys think is holding the Vikings back most of all? It, it might be true that their playbook is a little – there's too much volume in that playbook. Uh, it, it, they have dynamite wide receivers, and I think that's about it right now. Yeah, to me, uh, they 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 kind of lack options to go with the football. They have two like, you know, Pro Bowl type wide receivers, close to All Pro, possibly All Pro. Adam Thielen will probably be an All Pro, and uh, I mean, but other than that, they really have nobody to throw to. Their offensive line isn't very good. They Dalvin Cook hasn't seemed to really get it going. The fumble last yeah. game was killer. Yeah, but uh, I mean. It looked early in the season like their defense was what was holding them back. It wasn't playing up to what how it was playing last year, on, but their offense was kind of carrying them. Uh, and then more recently, the, the defense has kind of stepped up and been great, and the offense does, has struggled. Um, so, I mean, they what they need to do is put it together and have a complete game and figure out how to get both sides of the ball rolling at the same time. Um but I, I, I haven't given up on them. I think they're they're still a good team. I, I think they'll they'll make the playoffs either as a wild card. Or, I, I still think they have a good chance of division. Still have to play the Bears again. They'll play Packers this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and they're at both those games are at home. Yeah, this is a, this is a big big uh, week figure for the NFC North. I mean, the Packers are trying to stay alive. I don't think they're a very good football club. Neither, uh, I mean, the Bears are about to get just stomped by the Lions, so they're going to be embarrassed. They might just forfeit the season. So <laughs> this, is a, this is a big big week for the, the NFC North. Uh, it's kind of exciting to have a fun race. I mean, I was obviously, as you guys have heard my complaining in the past few podcasts, about three straight losses by the Lions, but the fact that we're still kind of in this mess is just purely ridiculous. So that's, that's why you got to love football. Yeah, it was a big win against the Panthers, though. Uh, I, I, I think everybody was kind of surprised by that. Uh, uh, I was not checked to pick him. <laughs> Lone wolf. <laughs> Lone wolf. Crushing it. Now, that was an interesting game. Just a, a quick note on it. Uh, the uh, on Johnson was doing great. I mean, he's out probably week to week with a knee injury, uh, which is a bummer. The, the sprain, thankfully, is not more severe. But uh, the offense just was not doing a whole lot. I mean, Kenny Galladay is a beast. I think he is a true number one, like developing into a true number one wide receiver. It'll be great to have Jones back when, when he's able to get back in there and stuff. But defense played strong enough. But, again, the offense is just not getting things rolling. I mean, they've got tools. I know they trade away Golden Tate. Running game's a little banged up. But we have the tools to, to do something. We need to get it to, get it together. we got to put them more than 20 points. But uh, I do enjoy the fact that we uh, they went for two. I was thankful for that, especially <laughs> when they missed it. Uh, and so uh, that was a, a good break for the Lions. And so. Hopefully they are able to build off of that and, and move forward. Uh, but then, yeah, so the next Thanksgiving Day game is, is always a, a fan favorite, big rivalry game between the Dallas Cowboys and your Washington Redskins. How are you guys feeling going into that game after uh, having the whole team kind of shook uh, after uh, this last week? I mean, I, I trust in Colt. He, uh, he beat the Cowboys back in a clutch Monday night performance uh, like four years ago. <laughs> um, it was four years ago. Yep, it feels it, feel, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it, <laughs> but it has. Um, but uh, he's still stayed in there. He played pretty well when he came in last week. Um, I, I think the Reds can still have a, have a good shot um, at winning like hundred to nothing. I mean, if, <laughs> it'll be ninety nine to nothing. I don't know, but 
I mean, obviously they're they're going to dominate, right? Uh, of course, you know uh, the the injury of Alex Smith on Sunday was just a huge blow to the team. But um, the Redskins are paying Colt McCoy like a top backup in the league. They have a lot of faith in him, in him as do Alex and I. Um, I think. You know, he, he did have that great game four years ago, and I think he can have that great game again. Um, he, there's something about the offense when he got out there, when he wasn't getting sacked by uh, J.J. Watt and Jadeveon Clowney. Uh, he, he got them moving and got the Redskins uh, their first lead change of, of the season against the Texans. I thought it was pretty pretty hard-fought battle there against a pretty good football team on a roll. And um, I think uh, the Cowboys' win against the Falcons was a little bit of a fluke. And I think um, the Redskins are still the better team in this matchup, and that defense is going to make make some good plays, and you're going to see a lot of spider 2 Y bananas <laughs> on fourth-down conversions this game. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting. I, I do think the Redskins have a pretty good shot. The Cowboys are trying to get stuff going, but I don't know. I got a good feeling about Cole McCoy. He's, yeah. he's ready to play. This is, I, this is his chance. I like it. I think he's uh, he's ready to step up. Uh, the Cowboys have been playing better these past uh, few weeks, managed to beat the Falcons. Uh are we sure the Falcons are any good? Is, is beating the Falcons impressive? I mean, not. not they beat that. the Redskins. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I think the Falcons are good. To, I mean, I, I think the Cowboys have a good defense. Uh, and Zeke's certainly been getting it going the past couple weeks. Uh, and if they can ride him, then they, they've got a shot. But. Uh, but not against the Redskins. So. Exactly. And so this is this is game. That'll be fun. Thanksgiving game to watch after that's kind of when I have my plate of food sitting down watching that game after I've like thrown up after the Lions won by a thousand or maybe not. Uh, but that'll be a good time. But I'm also really curious. Now we know what they're doing this week. They they brought in, they got Sanchez as the backup, Colts going strong. They're gonna try and stay ahead of that division. They're six and four, still looking like a playoff team, but as it shakes them up, but I'm worried beyond the season with Alex Smith having that bad of a leg injury. It's breaks. I mean, hopefully he's able to heal up completely strong, but is he going to come back? You guys invested in him with a lot of money. Is he going to be your quarterback of the future? What do you guys expect? What are, what are some of the options that this Washington Redskins team has? I believe so. Um, it's reported that the injury as bad as it was, is not career threatening. Um, and depending on how the rest of the season goes, uh, I think you got to hold on to him with the contract we've given him, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe spend a draft pick on a on a quarterback if if they're the right prospect. Yeah, I, I think that's the the really the Redskins one option is is drafting somebody. Um, and I mean, other than just riding with Alex Smith, which I don't know that they're going to want to do after he hasn't played all that well and now coming off a big injury, I, I don't know that they're going to want to trust him just without any back. I, I think that might go into the season, like Christian said, with you know, him as a starter and then maybe a young guy to replace him because uh, he know he's pretty familiar with that happening. <laughs> so, Only a few times. <laughs> so uh, I can see that. They uh, they got some, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, what kind of prospects they're going to be able to get in the late first round probably. Um, you don't see them trading a bunch of picks to uh, move really, up? I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. Uh, Redskins really don't like draft picks usually, so. Uh... <laughs> they like to limit them. 
Yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting. I've always liked Alex Smith. I've been high on him throughout his career. But um, this will be a tough one for him to come back, and, and hopefully he's able to come back strong and, and be a useful asset to, to a team. Uh, but, yeah, no, it just puts the Redskins in a tough spot. They didn't want to commit to Kirk Cousins, obviously, at the number Kirk wanted, and so then they decided to spend nearly that much amount of money on Alex Smith. And then Alex Smith, and then, of course, as this happens. So I, I don't think uh, the Redskins uh, front office is thrilled with how the last few years has played out. You know, so you don't trust Bruce Allen that much? Or, I, um, I, I'm, I'm not calling I, anybody out. I just don't think he is the greatest team president. Uh, to quote Jay Gruden himself, quarterbacks don't grow on trees, man. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just tough to find a quarterback in general. Uh, we, we let Kirk go, and now he's in Minnesota on a 5-4-1 team, and they are leaning very heavily on him uh, as he leans heavily on Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. We're seeing how that plays out. Uh, Alex Smith. Uh, wasn't playing amazingly for us. It's just really hard to find a quarterback in this league. Um, but, you know, the future's always a toss-up. Yeah. Uh, good thing you guys got a young, healthy backfield to back up whoever's playing quarterback. Adrian Peterson, 33 years young. <laughs> we Chris got Thompson, various guys coming back. Can't next, stay on the field. <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah, but that'll, that'll be a fun time. And just the, the last game, we, we talked about the Falcons for a minute earlier. Are they good? Just – Falcons Saints to end our night. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to make the last game that way. It's over in the first quarter, and everybody got <laughs> to actually spend time with their family and go to sleep. Guess get some sleep, uh, spend the day being thankful for stuff, and then wake up very early to uh, go raid stores. Uh, exactly. After being thankful for a day. Seriously. <laughs> Maybe you can go get one of those sweet Redskins jerseys that you're so thrilled about. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think this one's pretty much decided. The Saints are just smothering people at this point. Uh, any, pretty good at football. <laughs> any opposition is basically not worthy of playing the Saints. Right <laughs> they, 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 had, they had a shootout with the Falcons earlier in the season where it came down to the wire. They are uh, they are definitely two dome teams. And true. Julio Jones is wanting to get in the end zone a couple of times. So. Yep. You, do, you do have the divisional matchup. Yeah. Uh, but I, I honestly enjoy watching the Saints win like fifty-one to whatever. It's so much fun. Like, oh man, going for stuff on board the seven for a forty-yard bomb to Camara. That's pretty You're good. Joke. Up thirty. It's pretty good jokes. <laughs> that was probably the most satisfying blowout I think we've watched. We had a great, great uh, weekend yeah, we of watching were football. Pissed that Scott Hansen kept going away from it. We're like, because we, we, we want to keep watching. Yeah, no. It's just, let, let us see just the destruction of this Eagles football team by yeah. just the superior Saints team. Oh, man, that, that, that'll be enjoyable. Now turn that game back on. You don't need to talk to your family. It's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's go ahead and hit one of the other really fascinating um, storylines from this past Sunday. Not only were there a bunch of blowouts, there was a, a new record set by uh, the Ravens' own Lamar Jackson. Rushed the ball 27 times. Yes, that was uh, very impressive that he could run the ball that many times. And still, uh, just the fact that they had the ball enough to <laughs> rush that many times to also throw like a somewhat decent round. I would hate to be a Bengals fan right about now. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like the Bengals just knew what they were doing. They were just running the ball with Mar Jackson or running it with Gus Edwards, <laughs> as expected. But they can yeah. say they held him to only 150 yards passing. When everybody else is holding people to 400 yards passing, they held him to 150 yards. Good job, man. Yep, but he did get 117-yard rushing. Uh, rush, 
rushing yards. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty crazy game. Yeah, uh, but I did have a little quiz for you guys since uh, we're missing our the leader of the chopping block. I thought I'd uh, quiz you guys uh, with something. Uh, the, all the, uh, the all the quarterbacks who have rushed for 100 yards since 1990. Um, so there are 15 including Lamar Jackson, so we'll, we'll, we'll throw him out. And uh, he can name the other 14. Okay, I got Kaepernick. <laughs> um, yes, that hey. is one. Woo. All right, let's get the easy one out of the way. Mike Vick. That is two, yes. I'm ready for again. How about Donovan McNabb? Yep, that is three. Wow, he had 100 yards. Dang, that's, a, that's a lot of yards for a quarterback to have. Um, Cam, yeah. Newton, Cam Newton never get to 100? Yep, of course. How about Robert Griffin the third? Of course. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's getting tricky now. How about Randall Cunningham? Yep. Randall what? Cunningham. <laughs> oh my is gosh. There. One of the best rushing quarterbacks. Impressive. Impressive. It's getting tougher now. How many do we have left? Um, so you've named six. So you if this was left. if this was Man No Eight, I would say Vince Young. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Young never did it. Uh, I was a little surprised he never did it, but uh not even in Packers preseason. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't check that. Um, Is what, what since what year? Since 1990. 19, Most of them uh, were since 2000. I think yeah. Randall Cunningham and one other one were before. I'm gonna try Dante Culpepper. Nope, Dante oh. Culpepper is not part of it. Uh, let's see how many more active players do we have. Um, we have one more active quarterback. This is tough. It's it's tricky. I mean, you look at there's a, there's so much so much mobility around the league, but it's just like hundred yards is so much. Uh, uh, is it currently a current starter? Yes, current starter. I get to get a Russell Wilson. Yep, Russell, yeah, Russell Wilson. Hustle, Wilson. Okay, nice on there. Okay. Uh, there's also one more active player, Terrell Pryor. Yes. Terrell Pryor. <laughs> it, was, it was the game against the Steelers. It was the game against the Steelers. With his, uh, he had the 93 yard touchdown. So that'll do it. <laughs> that Steelers defense, everybody was like over 30 and just way, way too slow. Um, let's see. Um, who else do you guys have? Um, they're. Um, they're Achilles Smith. <laughs> no, um, there was one guy in the in the '90s who played for the Steelers. Oh man, uh, what's his face? Cordell Stewart. Yeah, Slash. Wow, did Slash. It. Dang. Um, I can't believe I didn't get that. Um, then there is uh, there there are there was a guy who played just a few games. Um, Oh, actually, sorry. I think he's active too, and he he doesn't start, uh, and he is sort of a backup quarterback slash receiver slash <laughs> <laughs> slash special teams player. Um, uh, played a playoff game for the Vikings. Oh man! Oh uh, Webb. Yep. Joe yes, Webb. Joe Webb. Joe Webb. Joe Webb rushed for 100 yards. I honestly don't know when he did that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> apparently, he did it. Joe Webb. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, and then there is a former Saints quarterback. Uh, Aaron Brooks. Yep. Aaron Brooks did it. Jeez, there's quite a few actually. 100 yards. Yeah. All right. You got you got three more. Um, uh, sorry, I think there's. I can't remember when uh, when this one happened, but uh, there 
There are three more, and they're all white quarterbacks. Ben Roethlisberger? No. 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 No, pass. Christian Ponder. I said, <laughs> first of all, I said there are no more active, active quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I'm jumping the gun here. How about uh, Jeff Garcia? Nope. Uh, Steve Young? Were very, uh, there are two that, are very, that were very uh, polarizing first-round draft picks um, in very different ways. Uh, Mike Corvac's first round draft. Gonna guess it's John, not Peyton Man. John Elway? No, I, 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 no. They were re- more recent, much more recent. Um, but they're not active. They're not active. They were. They were both drafted. One was drafted in 2010. One was drafted in 2014. Which Jake one? Oh, uh, Johnny Manziel. Yep, Johnny Manziel. He's you know, active in a different football league. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, the other one, I said, also polarizing in a very different Tim way. Yes, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Oh, man. <laughs> Save the best for last. Tim uh, Tebow's no, still there's, – there's one more. So. Oh, shoot. Tim Tebow's still active. He's come back. More, um, and he's just – you. I, I'm very shocked that he's on this list. <laughs> uh, but he played like 20 years uh, and is the answer in every single quiz, So uh, quarterback quiz. So, um, for like so many different teams, he was a number one years. overall pick. Vinny Testaverde? Yep. What? what? Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> Where did we get Somehow. these numbers from? <laughs> Once rushed for 100 yards. I would never have guessed that without that hint. Um, wait, uh, there, there's there's somebody missing from this list. Uh, I just realized um, that uh, I, I, I just got this from a site. So, uh, but there's one, there's one more that I know uh, is an active quarterback and rushed for 100 yards once. Um, and he was on the Redskins earlier and got traded. Hmm. Before the season. Was on the Redskins got traded before the season's run? Yeah. All right, it's Kevin Hogan is the answer. Wouldn't have gotten where, that. Where, where are you at? Where are you at? All right, that, that got weird there at the end. My bad. <laughs> Joe Webb. <laughs> A lot of names on them. That was good. That was a good quiz. We, we need the chopping block. I look, I look forward to screw. All right, fine. Not good enough. That's fine. Uh, Sorry. No, that was good. Yeah. So that was good. All right, fine. We lost Alex for the better. Uh, but it's more fun when he asks me an easy question than ask you something completely ridiculous. Uh, that was a fun quiz. I did enjoy that, even though it was a little embarrassing. Uh, but you guys think this random luck with Lamar Jackson is going to carry the Ravens to the playoffs? I that I feel like that was just a tailored game plan that might work for one week. <laughs> I, I think Joe Flacco will be the starter once he comes back, which I, I don't know when that will be. I assume it will probably be you know pretty soon we're also one bad hit away again not wishing any injuries but just say a little windedness for rg3 coming in and reclaiming his top spot in the league yeah he should definitely uh get get some run in there i think uh he he could run just as well as lamar jackson yeah he can hey has has lamar jackson ever had a 68 or a touchdown run no no i don't think so (laughs) Well, then we, we're going off that trial prize, best quarterback in the league. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, so I think the Ravens are in some trouble, but they still have enough pieces, a good coach, then we'll see what, how that carries too. But the Bengals seem to just be devastated by injuries and everything and Hugh Jackson and just uh, – I'm going to say they're, they're, they're toasted. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry to use such language against the, the Bengals there. <laughs> Uh, but another another game that Pro Football Jokes was just dead on about being just exciting, being ready for it, was just probably I mean, the most fun and entertaining game to watch in a long time. 
uh, it was a lot of fun to be able to have you guys here. We could break down the game in, in, in person together. But, uh, of course, I'm talking about the, the Titans and Colts. Oh, yeah. That, that the was, Titans and Colts. <laughs> I mean, we were just jumping up up and down on the edge of our seat. Just, I mean, that, that was an exciting football game. Both sides striking back and forth. But one side not really striking. <laughs> not striking very hard. They were great at getting struck. One side being the exact team we all thought they were. Yeah. The Titans. Yeah, I, I admit I was wrong. I, I predicted the Colts would win forty-seven to nothing, and they only won thirty-eight to ten. So I mean, we've I, already made fun of them enough. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Titans fans. I really, uh, really disrespected you there. <laughs> uh, congratulations on getting your ten points. <laughs> Man, they had just. What does this mean for the Patriots? Yeah, I don't even understand. Don't even want to go there. But yeah, tough game for the Titans. Couldn't cover anything. The offensive line for the Colts is awesome, and Andrew Lucky is good at football, which is just awesome for everybody. That is. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching Andrew Luck play this year. Uh, he's played a little differently, but still just as great as ever. He doesn't want to get obliterated. <laughs> so that's weird, Andrew. Maybe keep taking some more hits. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was a fun game. We were all dead on. We did not get fooled by the Titans having a great performance. Uh, they have good, they have good defense, but uh, well, not uh, that good. And their offense is just uh, barely professional. So that, that, that's that's, that, that's tough, uh, tough Titans. Um, but yes, let's actually talk about what was probably the best game that we've all seen in a long, long time, uh, like twenty four hours. It is the Saint, not St. Louis, but the Los Angeles Rams against the Chiefs of Kansas City. Heck of a football game. Yeah, it was decent. Um, I, I think it was the first game ever where both teams scored 50-plus points. Um, so congratulations for the Chiefs to be the first, first. to ever lose <laughs> with 50 points. <laughs> they wanted that record. Yep. <laughs> I mean, what, what more is there to say about that game? I mean, everybody... As Dan Fouts would be very excited, everybody was involved in that game. I mean, Except Todd Gurley. Todd, <laughs> it was a uh, yeah. Todd Gurley had a little bit of a Walter Payton uh, Super Bowl performance there. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, just everybody was touching the ball. Even Chris Conley's, you know, having yeah, a day. Had a great game. Josh Reynolds having a day. Yeah. Uh, Everett having Gerald a day. Everett, <laughs> Tyler everybody having a day. <laughs> I mean. I had a day just watching the game. <laughs> I did. Grief. Man. There, there were 14 touchdowns scored in that game, with, and the Buffalo Bills have scored 13 touchdowns all season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That is, that is incredible. And just the just the excitement. I mean, just the way that they answered back. Oh, you missed an extra point? Watch me miss an extra point. Oh, you fumbled for a touchdown? Let me fumble for a touchdown. Let me – just throw this pick. Okay, here you go. Let's give you one. Like just the. Yeah, it really did look like the teams were just mirror images of one another. They just kept both? matching what what each one would do. Both kickers got five fantasy points. Mirrors. Oh man! Actually, I might be wrong. I, again, how did both both the freaking defense gave up 54, 51 points? Both defenses still had a good fantasy week. Yeah, I mean they uh, they they both scored some uh, some touchdowns themselves. They they wanted to get in the scoring action. <laughs> both they of their defenses are also offenses. <laughs> yeah, they figure you know there's not real any defense being played, so let's just let's just play offense too. Kelly and Donald. 
Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good football yeah. player. Uh, I that, think they should sign. <laughs> that Chiefs defensive line was given uh, – Given the Rams O-line a tough time, Andrew Whitworth was having a bad day. Yeah, man. Uh, he got beat a lot of times, got a lot of holding calls on him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he did have a, a few penalties on him. Uh, the, the, I mean, D. Ford and Justin Houston are a very good pass rushing tandem. Um, but uh, I, I don't think the Rams offensive line played pretty well overall. They they protected Derek Goff for most of the day, just had a few plays where uh, – the Chiefs were able to get there and make make defensive play, which was nice to see. I like when they, you know, there's some some plays being made on the defensive end too. <laughs> just the way they the answering back and forth, it was just incredible to watch. And these coaches, and it was cool to see Sean McVay just fired up with his guys, just going at it. Yeah, two definitely are the best uh, offensive play callers in the league as well. If, if, and, if only we could have had the Saints in this game somehow. It's just like a <laughs> <Yeah>, rotating, <laughs> rotating. <laughs> <laughs> the, it'd be just incredible. It just it makes you love football. Yeah, right. It, it was Nothing. definitely fun. Too bad it couldn't happen in Mexico City. Yeah, too destroyed field. Too but. bad where they would have scored seventeen to sixteen, <laughs> five injuries a quarter, <laughs> uh, playing on racks. So, yeah, good call by the uh, the NFL for once, <clears throat> valuing player safety and the product. They actually did that. That was cool. Way to go. I mean, I truly hope they continue with Mexico City next year. They're prepared to host a game. But, yeah, definitely made the right call not to, not doing that down there. Um, yeah, the, the, the Todd Gurley thing was an interesting takeaway. I, I wonder if they play again if the – I mean, the Rams, obviously, they won, so maybe they're not too worried about it. But uh, Todd Gurley is just a, a beast. But, again, as, as uh, Pep was mentioning during the game, it doesn't matter if they actually hand the ball off to him. Any fake to him, everybody still has to be honest. Like, that's how good this yeah. guy is. Yeah, very much He's part had, like, of the game six, six carries. And I, I think their offense was okay, uh, yeah. even, even though they didn't be involved. I like anybody's going – Going away, being like, "Oh man, they really should have given the why didn't Todd Gurley? <laughs> I mean, except for Todd Gurley fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> for the amount of yards he put up, I you could still clearly notice how big of a part he was in the game plan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You got to respect that play action. Just insane! Oh my gosh! And Mahomes, I think just next time we'll limit a couple of the mistakes they made. Like the interception was pretty fluky, but. I mean, it was a nice pick for a touchdown. Well, not just the the, the pick six was a little fluky. And then the, the couple of fumbles he had, I think, were avoidable just with the nature in which he stepped up and was looking to run. I think that's something that he'll be able to watch and uh, he'll figure out a little bit of his movement in the pocket. One of those, it definitely looked like he could have sprung out outside but instead stayed inside and um, ends, up, ends up with a strip sack. You know? So hopefully Mahomes can learn from it and, and he is able to still sleep at night after he threw six touchdown passes uh, and – has 37 on the year, which is just – It's a little disgusting. Yeah. This is disgusting. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> In his 12th professional football game <laughs> as a starter, I should say. Well, he's uh, not throwing for any this week. You got him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, just just good times. Uh, yeah, the Rams-Chiefs. This I, I'm just excited for the playoffs now when you get to see this kind of stuff again. Yeah. Uh, how do, how do you think the Saints feel watching that game? They saw the, basically the other two big competitors in the league. I think they feel comfortable knowing that they just beat the Rams and that they the Rams took care of the Chiefs. And they're, they're, I think they're feeling pretty good that their uh, house and team is 51 to 14 and 51 to 7. <laughs> it's just, oh, man. I mean, we know it's an offensive league, but 
That is that is some crazy, crazy stuff. That was a lot of fun. Uh, any other storylines that you guys want to hit from around the league before we jump into our uh, overreactions? Um, I mean, we, we, we talked – I think we hit most of the major points, uh, I think, uh, well, unless there's something you want to talk about, Pep. Uh, I, I, think, uh, I think we've pretty much hit everything. Hmm. All right, then. Who wants to uh, take us away with an overreaction? Alex, you got a good uh, overreaction from the week? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, my overreaction is that the Bengals will not win a football game as long as A.J. Green is not. <laughs> <laughs> this extends after he retires. <laughs> because uh, they have no other – they have Tyler Boyd to throw to, and they have no other weapons on offense, and their defense is just so atrocious. <laughs> they can't stop Lamar Jackson – when they know all the Ravens are doing is just doing a read off <laughs> or a little play action dump off. <laughs> Not even play action, go deep. Like just play action, oh, bootleg, let's dump it out in the flat. Lamar Jackson gave them the ball. That pick was awful. I mean, he was like, should I run? I jukes twice. And he's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to dump it to the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, they got takeaways like that and they didn't, they didn't win that game. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, Reed, the unpaid intern, uh, listens to this. Yeah, he, he needs to hear that because yeah. it's true. <laughs> Just so he doesn't get his hopes up, which uh, normally he sets his hopes so high for the thing. Pep, you got no reaction from this week? So, watching football with you guys Sunday and Monday, I, I was like, this is awesome. Not just because like I was watching football with you guys. I was trying to put my finger on it. I was like, this is just awesome. Like every game, I mean, the Titans aren't great, but <laughs> it was fun to watch and just talk football and highlights with you guys. Last night was awesome. And I was like, oh, yeah, the Patriots are on a bye. That's why this is so enjoyable. I think, <laughs> I, I think football is better without the New, New England Patriots. Oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, uh, other than the Dan Fouts game, uh, <laughs> hearing footprints and whatnot, I, I, I enjoyed football without the New England Patriots. Right. It was a great week. It's tough to tough to uh, combat that. And yeah. uh, my overreaction for the week is just watching the games going around is uh, I am just absolutely convinced that defense doesn't matter. It's not a part of football anymore. <laughs> D- defense literally doesn't matter. Everybody's been talking about how the Titans have had a good defense and that's their solid <laughs> rock. They got lit up, just manhandled and destroyed. Uh, again, the Bengals defense is falling apart. The Rams have all these players, playmakers and stuff, still 51 points on the board, 54 <laughs> points. Defense does not matter at all. Again, everybody invest in their offensive line and just <laughs> random dynamic playmakers, smart play callers, and a good quarterback. Defense and, is the new Latin Jack. Yeah, pretty much. It's dead. It's gone. Special the special team still matters. Don't forget special teams. But defense is uh, defense is out. Oh man. Yeah, I don't even know if that's an overreaction anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just this just it's a fact at this point. But I just again just watching not only the Rams game but then the Titans and all, all these other. I mean, the Bears are the closest thing to defenses mattered. But we'll see. I, I assume they'll get lit up for fifty this week, and I'll be able to uh, laugh on a, a pod with my with my dad here. So yeah. that'll be pretty good. Uh, that that is going to do it for this edition uh, of this Pro Football Jokes podcast. It's been great to be in person. Thank you to Alex. Thank you to Pep. Thank you to Jazz. 
Thank you to Lillian Sparrow. Thank you to uh, Pillsbury. Amazing things. Everybody have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Watch some football. Ignore your family. Go into your basement. Go wherever you can. If you have family members who are fans of other teams, kick them out of the house. All that good stuff. And look forward to our post-Thanksgiving podcast. Uh, once again, this has been Pro Football Jokes. We get those. <laughs>